That's good. That's good. Silence. Is okay. Yeah. That's okay. good. Welcome back to Monster Manual Mash. This is the podcast where we talk about monsters from the Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition Monster Manual, page by page, entry by entry, talking about what they are, uh, what they're doing in your brain, where they come from in mythology, and like why they are the way they are, and why that's important. Yeah, um, and also what you could change about them, you know, uh, what 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 you could do different, what I would do different with them. Yeah. You know, maybe probably what you would do different with them. Um, yeah. Because they're just ideas, and this book is full of ideas, but sometimes they're not thought out to their fullest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think this is an example of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this one, it's the, the Chimera. Chimera. The Chimera. And I looked it up, and there are apparently a few different ways of pronouncing it. I think we were kind of messing around with it at the end yeah. of the last show. Chimera, Chimera, uh, I think are both acceptable. Yeah. I said Chimera when Chimera. I was a kid. It was like a mashup of the two. Sure. That might yeah. be right. I'm not sure. But it's a thing and we got to talk about it. <laughs> so where's my notes here? In the book, page 39, it is a Chimera created after mortals summoned Demogorgon. If you don't know who Demogorgon is, you're out of luck. (laughs) (laughs) So this is something I hate. Um, It only rewards people that know everything about D&D already. Yeah. The, it it kind of uh, helps you in the next sentence. It says the Prince of Demons, unimpressed with the creatures that surrounded it, transformed them into horrific multi-headed monstrosities. So from that, you can, get that demogorgon is the prince of demons yeah but that's really all it tells you about him and unless you read a bunch of other stuff uh you don't know who that is Mm -hmm. but prince of demons you can probably fill out the rest um i think it might be important to know that he is a big huge demon that has two heads yeah himself yeah so he just likes things with more heads yeah i guess is his theme and uh, he's not the Stranger Things Demogorgon. Yeah, which they it always bugged me that they um it, they called it the Demogorgon. Yeah, as if it was like because Demogorgon's its name. You yeah, know? it's like it, that's a proper. Bruce. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about this like the first episode. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, and that's like the the primary historical inaccuracy that it they is. made. Like everything else. Is 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 pretty on point in that show, at least for the time period stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, even down to the, like the synths they used for the score. Uh, but yes, but they maybe say- the synths. Um, uh, while we're picking apart Stranger okay, Things, yeah. I will pick something apart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the kids' room, I forget the names. Yeah, uh, but the main kid, I guess, right. So either his room or his brother's room, but they have a poster of The Thing. Right. John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. Which would have been unlikely because no one saw it in theaters and it was like it kind of bombed. Right. And only in like the VHS DVD, I guess no DVDs then. And right. only when it came out, um, did it did the cult thing. Yeah. Where it circulated kind of after the fact. And I don't think this kid would have had a poster. It's fair. That's unlikely. Yeah. And, but yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Those kids would have known that Demogorgon was a, a name and I, not a title. I, yeah. I think, I think, I think the writers got it wrong, but I would be willing to believe that the kids would call it the Demogorgon just as like a right. weird thing. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a Dracula. It's the Dracula. Yeah, I say yeah. that all the time. Yeah, I think totally. I got that from the Venture Brothers. Yeah. Uh, but I use it. I like, I can't not say that anymore. Yeah. So that's fine. Stranger Things, you get a a B minus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so we're only on the second sentence of this entry. But yeah, first of all, losing points with me because you are drawing on something that is very specific knowledge, which isn't in this book. So you can't even like look up what the demo. What oh, mm. see, it almost did it. Yeah. What who Demogorgon is? You can't even do that in this book. You can't even do it in any of the core books. You have to get like. 
I don't know. I don't even yeah. know where he's in. I don't expedition. know what you do. You, what do you? So you got to go find like a Forgotten Realms novel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And read it. You got to read through yeah. six books of uh, Drizdo Durden. Yeah, fighting. <laughs> I don't know what he fights. Um, bad guys like a whole bunch of orcs. Yeah, probably other drow. Probably everything. Probably all of the things in this. You gotta. Book. You gotta read all that. Yeah, to understand what we're talking about here. Uh, but it's not. It's actually not too important unless you want it to be. Because all you have to know is that this act, the fact that he was unimpressed with creatures around him, <laughs> <laughs> that he just decided to combine them and give them uh, multiple heads, which is fine. I like that already. Yeah, if that's, that's all you knew about Demogorgon, then you're fine. Yeah. I think. It's just like the demon version of a mad scientist. It's like, you know what? <laughs> but a very specific, yeah. like a, uh, with a very specific fetish. Yeah. Because you can do anything, but your thing is just combining already existing unimpressive creatures, yeah. and now they have multiple heads, and you're like, ah, much better. <laughs> but that's kind of your one trick, but that's yeah. okay. Uh, they are gifted with demonic cruelty. They serve as grim reminders of what happens when demon princes find their way to the material plane. So that's a weird sentence, because um, that means that they are always going to happen when demon princes show up yeah yeah like well is that like specifically chimeras are going to show up when demon print like there's a demon prince they're going to make some chimeras or that, is that just like that's kind of what it means I yeah think. yeah well i was thinking like this kind of monstrosity is an example of the kind of monstrosity that demon princes <laughs> make you sure. know it's like something like not specifically a chimera but like they might just just like do some other weird thing to the world they'll make other weird monsters yeah okay it's better it's better that way when it's not as specific yeah it's like okay well look at this chimera see that that's what happens when you let demons yeah. do stuff around here do you want ants yeah this is how we get ants <laughs> fruit flies a typical specimen it's already losing points with me because the chimera has a typical specimen oh yeah uh, as the hindquarters of a large goat, the forequarters of a lion, I guess a normal-sized lion, mm-hmm. and the leathery wings of a dragon, along with the heads of all three, they like to surprise their victims. They swoop down from the sky and engulf prey with its fiery breath before landing. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I too take issue with a typical specimen. Yes, they gotta either all be this or they're all different. For me, yeah. right? Like I, that. I don't know. Like the idea of somebody cataloging these like things yeah, that are when, like the spawn of like demon hubris. You know? Yeah. W- once again, we get into the weird, uh, like the indecision of the monster manual yeah. about whether it wants things to be completely unique or be part of an ecology that like has been around for a long time and that you can document and rely on. Right. Yeah. So the average chimera (laughs) is like this, which just seems to me a huge wasted opportunity because if you're taking creatures that are literally combinations of others that were created by someone, a thinking entity like, like Demogorgon. Yeah then why are they all lion, goat, dragon? <laughs> is that the most impressive he could think of? Like, yeah. why did he make those in particular? Those are just the only three things he saw on his brief time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How yeah. long was he there for? Yeah. Um, and why like, well, that's got to be all the animals. I can't imagine there's more. I th- yeah. It just seems kind of lazy. Instead of giving a reason for it, for it being this way, there's yeah. no reason for it being that way. Uh, and there's no, in, like, it's, it's obviously not supposed to be a singular creature and there's no way, it doesn't give you any examples of what a different kind of chimera would be like, because it even goes on to describe in detail the personality of this average chimera. This typical specimen is a conflicted creature. A chimera combines the worst aspects of its three parts. Its dragon head drives it to raid, plunder, and accumulate a great horde. Okay, probably a, one of the worst aspects of a dragon, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's avarice. Uh, it's Leon. Uh, it's Leon. Le- 
Say that word for me. Leonine. Leonine. Yeah. Couldn't do it by myself. It's Leonine nature compels it to hunt and kill powerful creatures that threaten its territory. It's like not the. Is that the worst aspect of a lion? Yeah, I don't know. know. It just seems like a typical animal thing. Yeah. And its goat head grants it a vicious, stubborn streak that compels it to fight to the death. Which is not a thing that goats do, I, I don't think. I feel like goats climb trees <laughs> to escape things. I feel like they you know? they help you do yoga. Yeah, yeah. And they, they sometimes fight to the death, but it's mm-hmm. not the purpose of it. When yeah. When they're like fighting to mate on the top of a mountain or the mm-hmm. side of a mountain and they're, they're headbutting. There are some poor goats that, that faint, you know, and have had and that. a loud uh, sound or yeah. something, yeah, yeah, and then they're they're bred to con- to hold on to the ability to faint. However, and they're a tourist attraction. Sorry, I'm jumping into <laughs> fainting goats. It's a real no, thing in California. Is... There were fainting goats. Mm-hmm. Do you know about this? Yeah, yeah, and then and so you can go see the goats, but obviously because it's cruel to make them faint, you can't do it. So you're just looking at regular goats, and you just know that like if you did something, if something sudden happened, they would faint. You know, I'm and sure like, it happens. I'm sure it does. I'm sure like people don't listen. They do that. But like, I don't want, I didn't want to see it. I didn't want, it was weird. Didn't was, you want to see it a little bit? Like kind of, but like Were I. Were you there? Did you go see them? I saw them. I saw the fainting goats, you know, and there's signs everywhere saying like, don't make the goats faint. Don't make the fainting goats faint. And it's just like so surreal that like we're here for one reason and like, but that that thing can't happen. Like it also, it also shouldn't happen. It's this, it's a strange like confluence of like curiosities that like are on this farm that's that next to like a geyser. Entrapment. Yeah. It's really, and like they, what, what if they're regular goats and you just said they're fainting goats, but and you're you not allowed duped. to make them faint. Yeah. 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 So It'd be on you. If you tried to prove them wrong, you would be a monster because they yeah. ask you not to make the fainting goats faint because they don't like it. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. They must not feel good. It can't. Yeah. It's definitely, it's confusing for them, at least. Because nobody can explain to them, it's like, oh, you fainted. That's yeah. why you teleported Imagine to you the just ground just now and you're sore. Instant paralysis for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the fainting goats. Um, so that sounds like the worst aspect of a goat. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of is that their tourist a traps? vicious, <laughs> stubborn streak that compels it to fight to the death, which I don't think is actually what a goat... They're definitely stubborn. I don't think yeah. they necessarily fight to the death. Um, yeah, and like a like a, like a like a bull goat in like a certain time of the year might take so, on almost whatever. Almost any animal right? would yeah, in totally. certain circumstances. Yeah. But like, I don't think as a rule goats do this unless you want to make that a rule in your campaign, which yeah. I'm totally fine with. Every goat <laughs> stands will fight to the death. It has no concept of what it's punching above its weight class. It doesn't it's, care. That's oh, I love that. Just the image of these like goats standing about, to face yeah the the nothing Imagine from the never ending story, and they're just charging towards goats it. Goats are the yeah. most uh, stoic, and like at the bitter end, they'll be there. Yeah, totally. Imagine like that. I think you could actually build a whole campaign around that somehow. Like, That's or great. At least, like that. If you only changed that about the way the world works, yeah. think about how like a pseudo medieval society would utilize this. oh my god there'd be like a holy order of knights who were goat themed because like may- they, maybe they're not the strongest fighters they're not the strongest army in the land but they don't ever surrender <laughs> yeah you know or they have they use goats or yeah their goat is their emblem and they have them in their in their care or something because imagine yeah. that's how you counter war elephants is you take goats because you can't rope them yeah <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> this goat don't rope <laughs> Uh, uh, I think even handling a goat in that situation would be perilous. Yeah. Because if you did anything a goat didn't like and it tried to fight you, or like you tried to do something a goat, like what if you moved their food away or or their water from them? or Like you did something they didn't like and they decided, like imagine they were the exact same. Yeah. So they're just as prone to being ornery or disagreeable. But every disagreement led to a fight to the death for the goat. <laughs> Imagine how like like farming would be different. Everything, yeah, totally. Would it would be, be at the whim of the goats. Yeah. <laughs> everything, like all of human society would be based around goat behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine how valuable goat cheese would be. Oh, my God. So, it's, it's, yeah, a lot of good people died getting this goat cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd have like kings or like a priest class who would just live in a little harem with like goats around all the time yeah. to show how like serene they are. Yeah. That a goat never wants to pick a fight with them. Right. Yeah, totally. And that protects them from 
you exactly. know, invaders yeah. who yeah. want the it treasures of their monasteries. They're kind of like a killer Buddha or something. Yeah, totally. Who are like totally defensive, completely yeah. self-defense oriented belief system yeah. or culture. That's great. <laughs> um, also, I don't know about the idea of like uh, just picking like the worst aspect of like an animal oh, yeah you know because it's like that's they're just doing that's what they so do judgmental. it's like they're millions and millions of years of natural selection have like made this thing what it is like it's not a teleological choice that was made with like yeah. human values to it like this is a, a narrative we're imposing on the, like a world that predates us right yeah so. that's what it, the moralizing in this uh in the book in general but in this entry in particular because of the like worst aspects of these animals look at yeah. the lion uh i guess attacks things that are bigger than it attacks like, <laughs> things and protects its territory yeah what an idiot yeah and like if you're gonna if we're gonna moralize lion behavior like how about like cannibalistic infanticide right yeah like they you know they eat their babies pretty frequently but a lot of animals do you know so yeah, yeah. hamsters hamsters all the time <laughs> yeah that's like they're 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 a stock and trade they're like yeah. they're really good at it yeah and it helps them it's yeah it's it's probably uh, good for hamsters it's great (laughs) (laughs) keeps those keeps them strong i have this i i have this talk with uh emily all the time about casey yeah because casey is um she's like a hound Mm -hmm. mix and the hound is very prominent in her behavior and it makes her not listen to you and she just wants to smell things and run away yeah and pull in the leash and she doesn't care about what you want her to do and it's very difficult when especially when when molly was alive she was a perfect yeah uh animal companion that would like watch you and like know what you wanted when you were walking with her and would like try really hard to keep up and do the right thing casey doesn't give a shit yeah um but i have to like remind myself all the time that it's because like that's that's because she was bred this way her she her like ancestors were selected to follow their nose and find things and go after yeah. things and to like not be uh, interrupted mm. so that they could get things to so like uh, hounds in like history. You didn't even, you didn't, uh, I'm not sure you even named them. You just had a bunch. Yeah. And when you hunted a Fox, you released them all and they Set ran out loose. to the countryside yeah. and some of them came back and some of them didn't, but whoever was like minding your stable, you just get other hounds wandering up. Like all the time from yeah. other estates, or yeah. like like used to belong to you and was been has been missing for a week or whatever, and they would you just take them in and take care of them. Yeah, and totally. Like all all the hounds would just circulate from everyone's. Yeah, like, and uh, the ones estate. that were like pretty good at like taking off and going somewhere new, you know, and having an adventure. Well, yeah. Those are probably the ones that got to pass on their their genes. More, I think they were. Right? Yeah, they were all passing it along yeah. from each other from going to different estates. They just yeah like generations of like wanderlust and like uh intense need to like find things yeah they were just like hunters who just like spent time in different lodges is like i think in their in their world yeah just did that (laughs) yeah they didn't belong to anyone in particular they just spent their time between different like hound lodges yeah totally so to say that she's a bad dog is wrong She's a great dog yeah. at what she was bred to do, totally. which is not live in yeah. a city with me in an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like it's like you don't uh you don't you don't judge like um, you know, I don't know, like a a a dolphin for its like ability to like move around on land, right? Yeah, that'd be so, insane. It's, it's ridiculous. So So yeah, these criteria we're using to judge the animals that are part of the chimera. I think we need to either get rid of that or take it much farther. Yeah. Where you uh, kind of combine this with the idea of having different kind of chimeras. I think the chimera should have been like a two or three page entry where it tells you how to build your own chimera. Yeah. You have like a list. It even has just beasts, normal beasts in the back of this book and in the player's handbook. Uh, you can use their stats or yeah. part of their stats and it it'll tell you how to like combine different animals to form your own chimera and have a list of all of the animals worst traits and be as like (laughs) judgmental as possible totally be like over the top uh like unimpressed with (laughs) like take take demogorgon's stance 
and describe all the ways that the normal beasts are unimpressive to you, how they fall short of your expectations. <laughs> Squirrels, forgetful, bears, uh, too brown, too, too brown, <laughs> yeah. Um, snakes, where are the arms? Yeah, where are their arms? Where are their arms? Uh, uh, box elder beetles, far too lustful. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. then, and then you take those traits, and then you maximize the judginess of it, and you make mm-hmm. those traits when you're role playing as the chimera, like really prominent. Yeah, like so over the top prominent. Like for the lion, I would say it's actually the worst part about it is that it's like soup the lazy, right? The male. Yeah lion is lazy so make the head lion head incredibly lazy to the point where it debilitates the the other heads like what they want to do and there should be like a little system or like if you want to you can make it so that the heads the heads should argue first of all they got it they have to argue. they got it that's yeah um otherwise there's no point of having multiple heads yeah uh, Real missed opportunity if you have heads that don't argue. In- with each incredibly other. missed opportunity. There is yeah. there's like a creature, the Etten, yeah, the two headed ogre thing that we'll talk about later on. Uh, and I think there's like a it, a rule in its stat block that it actually does have to. It can like lose lose a turn by arguing with itself or something yeah. like that. Um, that's just scratching the surface. Like there mm-hmm. should be like. Uh, a way to determine which head, if if you don't want to come up with it on your own or decide on your own, roll randomly to see which head takes precedence and leads the way at that time. Yeah. Or which which head's motivation and gets to be followed. Does it stay on? Does the DM get to decide what it wants to do, or does the lion head make it just want to like curl up and wait? Yeah. For something else to happen. Yeah. And because it's a creature of chaos, so it should be chaotic. Totally. More chaotic than this. Yeah. Um, and you can use the worst traits <laughs> as decided <laughs> arbitrarily uh, to determine the behaviors of the different heads, I think should be the way. I also think you should get rid of the dragon entirely. Yeah. Because we have dragons already. We have different ver- like kinds of dragons yeah. Also, yeah. So why and, like, do you need dragons extra dragons? Also, are in their own less obvious way a mashup of things, as we've we've touched on multiple right. times in this podcast, right? Lizard so, yeah. birds. Yeah, they're lizard birds. Kind of, yeah. Putting a dragon is kind of a, a way of cheating and getting two, getting a lizard and a bird in yeah. at the same time. Totally. What if you just replaced it with a bat? Yeah, and it could still fly. It gets the same sweet wings, right? Yeah. Um. What's but the what's the worst thing about bats? Worst thing about bats? Uh. They are too cute. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them suck your blood. That's true. Um, yeah, they get they get uh, a fungus on their nose that kills them. Yeah, they can. They 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 they're vectors that's not for like a bunch part. of diseases that they don't like. Yeah, they're too shy. From. They're pretty shy. They're shy. They don't. They're not very confident. They're not very outgoing. Yeah, they're not the most gregarious of animals. Yeah. Um, they seem to get pretty easily confused whenever I'm interacting with them because they're in my house and they oh, don't okay. know how to get out. Interesting. That's happened a couple of times. Um, they are pretty careless about like where they, where they shit, but that's, that's animals. You know, it's, it's just humans and like cats that aren't. I worked with a guy <laughs> that thought, uh, bats laid eggs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. I mean, platypus and echidnas <laughs> do. So there are mammals that lay eggs. There are. There are. And, the, and then with Bats aren't one of them. they're not. They're definitely not. <laughs> they're more closely related to primates than rodents also. I, I just heard that yeah. actually. Isn't yeah. that like a... I feel like this was a, a paper or an article that came out recently. It's, or this, am I just... Maybe only I, I saw it recently. I, maybe it's I feel like knowledge. I've known this for a long time. But it may, it maybe maybe I assume that and then it's been confirmed or something. But if you just look at their wings or hands, right? And then just yeah. if you imagine them as regular hands, they they look more like weird tiny monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. Too close to humans. Yeah. They're too shy and uh, it's a problem. Yeah. Uh, where were we? Three aspects, yeah. And then it says the greatest rivals are dragons, griffins, manticores, peritons, and uh, wyverns. Who cares? 
Yeah. Why do you need to know this? <laughs> Unless the only way to, I guess you would use this um, if you wanted to populate like a map and have rivalries between large monsters for like yeah. a smaller or for like a lower level campaign. It's world. just, yeah, it's like a, any other monster that flies and is a yeah, it's, combination it's of things, sort of. Like, it's a good start, but it doesn't yeah. really help you too much. Like, I could have come up with that. When it hunts, the chimera looks for easy ways to amuse itself. I don't know what that means. The monster often toys. It enjoys the, the fear and suffering of weaker creatures. It toys with its prey, breaking off an attack prematurely and leaving wounded and terrified creatures before returning to finish them off, which doesn't really work in 5th edition because you can get all of your hit points back and a lot of your stuff back after a short rest. Yeah. So doesn't really make sense unless it like unless it comes right back in like 10 seconds yeah, yeah. which like why 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 are you doing this? yeah like you could you could draw it out by like making everyone stay in initiative but then they would know something's up and everyone would be like why are we taking yeah turns? they, they wouldn't walking. they wouldn't let their guard down because they're still in initiative yeah. And then why would you just do that and make, get them out of initiative and then think they're going to take a short rest and then it comes back for no reason? Yeah. Um, also, that's kind of a cat thing to do, like a house cat. Yeah. Although I don't think I don't know if even a house cat would do that, but you could have a house cat chimera that would do that, and yeah. then the behavior is motivated by the actual animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of just saying that it does it arbitrarily. Uh, servant of evil. Though chimeras are far from cunning, their draconic ego makes them susceptible to flattery and gifts. If offered food and treasure, a chimera might spare a traveler. A villain can lure a chimera into service by keeping it well-fed and its treasure hoard well-stocked. Uh, Just villains, though. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a really... <laughs> I mean, it's succinct. It's helpful for uh, if it's strictly a, a game-running perspective for an idea... The idea is a villain can lure, have a chimera in its service by keeping it well-fed and its treasure hoard well-stocked. Yeah. So that way you can justify having a chimera in almost any villainous yeah. um, dungeon or whatever. Yeah. I guess like maybe their thinking was like somebody could keep it like happy by keeping it well-fed. And like if, if it just said like people can do this to, to win them over, yeah. then like every player, as soon as they encountered one, would be like, here, take all our stuff. Do you want to be our friend now? Sort of thing. Which I still think would would happen. It's probably happened. Yeah, and anyone anyone who's aware of like a way to make a monster be on your side, yeah, like nine times out of ten is gonna is gonna try that way. Yeah, and I don't know why it tries to tell you that a villain can do this. Like anyone can do this. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's you could retcon it, be like, okay, well, there it's it's these are monsters made by a demon prince, so they could be programmed into their being that they are only bribable by, you know. Like lawful evil whatever's, but yeah, I don't know. But who's gonna? Why? Why limit that? Why? Yeah. Why? Why prevent? Why limit your... a creature of chaos? Exactly. Yeah. And why limit like which direction the players can go in too if they want to be yeah villainous? But you could also, I would, you could definitely, I think, employ a chimera and have the outcome be like not evil. Yeah. And I think it should be like you. I think it has to be kind of mitigated. Like you can't just keep feeding them and giving them treasure and have it be okay. They're they're chaotic and evil creatures. Yeah. I think you should be able to exploit their like short term. They she they seem what like what makes the chimera like the, my the the niche they kind of fill in my mind is like they're not quite a dragon, so they're yeah. not quite like the big bad hoarding monster yeah it's not smog yeah but they're kind of like one level below that and they have the ferocity of a dragon but they don't have the the intelligence or the long-term planning like they're not making lairs yeah or they might have like a little cave they sleep in but they're not like gathering forces under them like a yeah. dragon would or something yeah well they get distracted by their goat brain they <laughs> fight a snail that's wandered into their territory yeah yeah and uh so I think that's what the deal is. It's like the way to have the players fight a tough monster that has a lot yeah. of capabilities, but is just kind of a brute, isn't really thinking ahead too much. Um, so which is fine, but I think because it's so chaotic, you you should be able to exploit their short sightedness, yeah, 
their desire for uh, comfort and food or whatever. But you should only be able to do that for so long before something yeah. changes about what they want. Like their motivation yeah. changes every day or something, depending on which head is in charge. Here's an idea. So you have a ruler, uh, like an emperor, king, whatever. Um, and as a display of wealth it, to show off how opulent they are, they have a chimera and they keep its every ridiculous want and need satiated because they can spend the money to do that. And that's like a display of wealth is having like a like a <laughs> calm chimera because like you can just bring it whatever nonsense it wants to do and you can afford to like snap your fingers and have you like your servants run out and do it. Um, and maybe they have a bunch of chimeras and that's like really a show of wealth is like, hey, you, if you can keep these chaotic weirdos happy, you must be able to spend a lot of money. But then if the economy crashes, all the chimeras get loose, you know, you got to go deal with it. That's a whole a, adventure hook there. That's a great idea for like a functioning culture and then yeah. also like the like a dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. In, in different ways because you could have the like a dungeon is just basically like a a location where movement is potentially dangerous, yeah. which is why you break it down into turns and and you really keep track of time because yeah. every action is really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh so the dungeon could actually just be the palace that has like just in the last hour lost the ability to like keep its chimeras happy and now just uh panic yeah. breaks out and danger everywhere but it could also be like years and years later the place is buried forgotten or whatever but the chimeras are still there because they're demonic creatures or whatever yeah, well they're that's not. their territory you yeah know? they're lion heads the lion heads isn't gonna take the, the goat's cool with it yeah uh, but the lion won't let you. It's a good treasure spot, so the dragons want to hold on to that too. <laughs> uh, yeah, get rid of that dragon. Yeah, you don't need a dragon. Though the thing about the dragon, it breathes fire. And I think what happened is the original myth, one of the myths, or the most uh, prominent one, anyways, has the chimera able to breathe fire for like. That's his deal. Yeah. But it didn't have a dragon head. It just had a lion head. Oh. So it breathed fire out of a lion head. What was the rest of Instantly it? better. Yeah, that's way better. <laughs> yeah. Instantly instantly better. In fact, just fire lions is a good monster. Fire lion. They're yeah. just regular lions, but they breathe fire. Um so so the, the Chimera was a creature from Lycia, I think is the way you pronounce it. It is a region in what is now uh, the southern coast of Turkey. Mm -hmm. It was a fire-breathing hybrid creature, usually depicted as a lion with a goat head on its back. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it's lion tail. Sometimes it had a lion tail, and other times it had uh, the, the tail ended in a snake head. Which is sweet. That's also awesome. Um, and this image comes up in like a ton of pottery from the area. Uh, there were two potters in particular, or like two painters, I guess, sorry, uh, who were so prolific and so single-minded in their uh, like output. Yeah. The one, uh, they don't know who they were, but like they can tell that they were made by like the same people for right. however reason. Yeah. And it is named one like the Chimera Painter. And the other <laughs> one is the name, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bellerophon, who is the person that um, slays the Chimera. So one is uh, Bellerophon painter and the other one is chimera painter is what like archaeologists have named them because that's all they did was just draw chimeras that's so great lions with goat head on the back and snake tail good stuff the, oh yeah there's some great some great depictions of that yeah. exact setup chimera the, setup. uh I so then yeah so it could breathe fire and what I think happened was 
D&D, Wizards of the Coast, was like, how do we explain that it breathes fire? Like, did they <laughs> think it was too weird to have a lion head breathing fire? Did that they, they not that not jive with them? Like, it seems like it, they had to slap their own trademark on it by yeah. making it a dragon head. Yeah. But the thing is, some of the... Like, I have a... There's a quote I took from uh, one of the... Where is it here? Homer. Snake behind. So it uh, the first description of the chimera is in the Iliad. Homer calls it a thing of immortal make, not human, lion fronted and snake behind, a goat in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and snorting of the breath of the terrible flame of bright fire. And then uh, Hesiod's Theogony is a later document or a later work that also describes the Chimera and says that the Chimera uh, who breathed a raging fire, a creature fearful, great, swift-footed and strong, who had three heads, one of a grim-eyed lion, in her hind part a dragon, and in her middle, a goat breathing forth a fearful blast of blazing fire. So, has been described as having a dragon head, but in a lot of the depiction, it's not a crazy dragon. It's a little, it's a snake tail. Yeah. So, this is one of those monsters that has been described a bunch of different ways, and they're all kind of, they're all in the same ballpark. But you can have as, like, it's never been more dragony than this than like fifth edition. Yeah, totally. I think. Yeah, uh, or at least D and D, at least. Um, yeah, most of the depictions actually outside of D and D have the the goat just sticking straight out of the back of the which is the best line, which is the, the best, best way. And a snake head coming out of a tail. Because if you're truly being chaotic, you should have body parts coming out of places that yeah. it shouldn't but if you don't want to what i like about the chimera that keeps it different from like the gibbering mouther or mm-hmm. something which is so chaotic that it's just a mass of flesh and eyes and teeth and it's yeah. always changing yeah but this has some stability but what's really like makes it stand out is that the the monstrosity isn't that it's it's totally amorphous and is just like using pieces of bodies it's yeah. actually got like whole parts of existing creatures and they're just being mashed together. Yeah, totally. And oh, that's great. That's that's where its value is as a as a monster to be used, I think. And I think it's important to keep it all beasts, normal beasts, because when you have a dragon in the mix, you add anything to it. It's already a fantastical creature. You yeah. add things. It's like mixing Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, it's a hat on a hat. <laughs> it's a hat on it's a hat. hat, on a yeah, hat. Exactly. yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. And you can have them all breathe fire. Imagine the lion head breathing fire out the front, goat head breathing yeah. fire out of the back, and then the snake tail breathing fire out of the out of the the back back. Yeah, it's great. What's wrong with that? Yeah, that's awesome. I don't awesome. see anything wrong with that. Um, also, just I I love the sheer impracticality of just having a goat head coming out of out the, of the back. The back. <laughs> yeah, it's not an advantage where you in, can't in combat. like charge at it with anything with it. No, it's just like and like if something's. Like maybe the horns can protect it, kind of. If something tries to get it from like above or just come from the side, or but... what if it? What if it climbed on a wall? Yeah, and then so its back is facing you. Yeah, because it's on the wall. Yeah, and then the goat head is facing you, and yeah. it springs off the wall to ram you. That's yeah. a move. Yeah, that's right? a sweet move. Or it could grab you with the <laughs> lion part, right? Throw you in the air and then jump and then headbutt you oh, with its yeah. goat thing. anime chimera. And then if when you're in the air, then the snake part comes out and grabs you, and then brings oh, yeah. you back. To now the, it's a fighting game. Yeah, and it just get it gets you stuck in like a uh, you get stunlocked. Now it's soul it. caliber. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm behind that. Uh, so the chimera, uh, the actual stat block isn't terribly impressive like it's just a it's a it's a brute it's got a bunch of hit points um it's very strong its main 
attraction, the main thing that's different about it is that it has three attacks. Its multi-attack gives it right. three attacks, yeah. which even things that are much higher uh, challenge rating, this is a challenge rating six, even things that are much higher usually only get two attacks. Yeah. They usually have other stuff going on that yeah. make them impressive, but this is, I think, one of the only ones that has three attacks. Yeah, if you just want to roll a bunch of dice, yeah, it's good for that. Just hit a bunch of times, and then it has a fire breath that recharges on a five or six, so yeah. it can usually get off two fire breaths yeah. before it's killed, yeah. <laughs> which is usually what happens. Yeah. But um, that's kind of boring. I mean, it's a good brute fight. But like fire breath from a dragon, there's like a million things that have dragon breath in yeah, this totally. game. Like you don't need it every time. You can be a dragon person that has dragon breath. Exactly. So why not have it like when it uses its fire breath, it shoots fire in like all directions at once, like yeah. all of the heads. So it like can't control it. And what if it can't control it? Yeah. What if it just happens? Yeah, just sometimes. It's not a tactic it uses. And not necessarily, just like out of some opening on its body, fire comes out. Yeah. Like, so just like occasionally a gun of flame just shoots out. Great. You know? So much better. Yeah. That would, if I were um, a Demigorgon, Prince of Demons, and I thought that animals were boring, that's one change I would yeah. make. I would There's make them shoot guts of flame. None of these animals no have fire coming out of their faces. <laughs> Yeah, it would be great if it was if it was like the goat or the lion that like spat the fire and not the dragon if we're sticking exactly. with the dragon because it'd be like a fake out, you know? It would look like the dragon is about to shoot fire at you. But then the goat does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if you learn that the dragon or the the heads were like you could play the heads against each other? Yeah. Like what if the dragon was really uh embarrassed? Because it's a dragon. Yeah. If it's actually thinking like a dragon, it is like, these animals are not a part of me. Like, yeah. I am way above these animals. Get me out of here. Especially because it's a red dragon. Yeah. Like, this this thing is, like, it considers itself a god next to goats and lions. Yeah. Like, if it's, if it's fully, if we're thinking that each head is actually, like, yeah. the creature it looks like, why not? Yeah. So you could have it be totally, uh, I don't know, what's the word? Pro- like too too proud? Yeah. Very, uh, and then an, like embarrassed. And you can exploit how it feels about yeah. the other heads. You can like conspire while the others are sleeping or something. Or like yeah. you distract one head while you talk to the, someone else talks to the other one and like. And then you have a fight where the dragon head turns on the other ones. And if you yeah. if you agree to like help separate it from its body or something, yeah, all kinds of weird stuff. You, you could have do. the lion head keep trying to eat the goat head. Yeah, and the goat head keep like ramming it incessantly. Yeah, to keep it in check. Also, like just looking at the art here, the yeah. goat part of it does not look like it's down for the party that it's at. No, it's just kind of like <laughs> it looks ah, like it wants out. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it wants out real bad. Yeah, it just wants to land. So this is something. Uh, yeah, we didn't talk about the image yet. Um, looks exactly like it's described. Yeah, right. Lion head, goat head, dragon head, big wings, fire breath coming out of the dragon mouth. Yeah, lion forearms, goat hind limbs, dragon tail, dragon wings. Which is fine. This is um, uh, it's it's pinup art. Yeah, it's a pinup. Um, I. I mean, I don't know if I keep talking about this every single time. I want more uh, character out of these illustrations, especially for the chimera, because I can. I I don't need to picture this. I this is a, a great picture of a chimera leaping on something. Yeah. This is what it looks like when it attacks you. Just fine. Yeah. For, ferocious and whatever. But what does it look like when it's not attacking something? Yeah. What does it do with itself? Yeah, what does it look like when it's sleeping, you know? Yeah. Like when it's eating. Like does the when goat part out. eat meat? Like like does does it, does it have to find like oats? Yeah, it's <laughs> like how how far do you eat? carry these things? Does it eat like just uh or leaves? Yeah. Grass? Yeah. Does it constantly have to graze while the other ones just want to hunt and eat meat? Or do they all eat meat? Is it like uh, is it a fake out that they're actually these animals and they actually have their own separate yeah. uh metabolism and behavior is it just like a dummy like the way that some insects look like yeah other things yeah that these actually are not 
three yeah. separate heads? What if the brain is actually contained in the middle of the body? Totally. And it's, this is all a trick. Yeah. Right. And like, or, but if it does have three brains, right? Like, does, like, who's, which one is controlling the body? Because you could just right. go by, like, the lion's controlling all the lion parts, the dragon's controlling all the dragon parts. And then it just spazzes out. <laughs> it's just gotta, they gotta coordinate, right? So it's gotta be, they gotta talk to each other, it's gotta practice. Yeah. Uh, it's gotta have, like, a, it's gotta do drills. So well, this is what, can, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at earlier, where you yeah. have to, like, sometimes roll to see who's actually taking precedence. Yeah. So you have to decide, like, how does it work? Is it, is it, like you say, is it, like, each part independent and they have to decide yeah. to work together or is it that they give precedence to one under certain circumstances or depending on yeah. like whatever you roll or whatever or is it a central intelligence disguised as three separate entities yeah yeah and i don't have the answer i don't know what's better i think all three are, are potentially yeah. interesting what if so what if it's like a, a single intelligence that is it's the it's the like sum of putting like a goat mind and a lion mind and a dragon mind like an adolescent dragon mind uh -huh. together right and so when you put their but they you you just like put them all together they uh that's it, the chimera the chaotic yeah. weirdness of the chimera is a result right so um what if you oh what if you had to assemble like reset, like a chimera got split into a goat and a lion and a dragon, and you, you had, had to, to go seek. All you had to go the find the specific goat and the so specific lion. So was it lion. just is the lion, uh, like just the forebody of a lion just running around out? Of the oh wild? yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, because the dragon would sort of make sense because it would just be wings and a tail, like a, like just like a flying. Snake it's almost thing. the same. Yeah, right. The goat would be weird because it'd be like a goat head with legs. Just That's kind of running around. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. I don't like I can't I don't know where to take that. That was a You just have to convince yeah. them you know, or course them or capture them somehow. Because the dragon thinks it's a dragon, but it's definitely not because it's just a head with wings and mm. a tail. And you gotta reason with it and be like, dude. And it's not it's yeah. it's not as smart as an actual dragon, but it thinks it is. You yeah. have to like deal with its uh yeah. its pride. Yeah. Um, the goat, that's, you, it's going to have to be the goat's idea <laughs> to reunite <laughs> with the other ones. There's no, there's no getting around that. I think every yeah. chimera has to have the one defining trait of a chimera is that there's a goat head. This guy. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like the weirder the goat head placement, the better, I think. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned, uh, echidnas earlier. Yeah. Echidna is the mother of the chimera in greek myth oh really yeah is that where they got the animal name from i believe so yeah, yeah. because the echidna is a half woman half snake creature and is the mother of monsters in mm. greek myth yeah so, just like australian echidnas yeah. right i think that's <laughs> yeah. exactly why they named it that yeah. um uh chimera and cerberus in, in particular but he was definitely a rival of zeus right and he fought zeus he had a big ass uh, tumble with him for yeah. control of everything and zeus barely won yeah and then defeating typhon is what like asserted his place yeah it gave him as, free reign to change into animals and mess with and, people yeah to yeah. have affairs yeah uh undisturbed but also punish anyone who looks at his wife as yeah. as god intended yeah um so typhon was uh described in different ways um, generally, he was a monstrous serpentine giant, an echidna, um, half woman, half snake, sometimes described as having hundreds of snake heads. So just snakes all over the place, multiple yeah. heads. Sometimes Typhon had uh, hundreds of snakes coming out of his shoulders. Pretty sweet. Um, then together they have this creature, the chimera, and... I think one of the things that runs through a lot of these myths, especially dealing with these kinds of monsters, is like chaos yielding to civilization is like, here's a monster that was just like all of the things that already exist, but yeah. in a different combination. This doesn't make any sense. This can't be viable. So when it's finally defeated, uh, order is restored and we can carry on right. our merry way. <laughs> right. Like just just fighting the thing that like seems illogical in your universe restores logic to the universe yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah backwards 
It's like, yeah, exactly. Because like, like, where do well, we come from? Well, it must have been like this. Everybody yeah. must have had every head all Im- yeah. imagined. And now we got it down. We figured it out. One head per person. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, the natural order. It's like the the modern like scientific equivalent of that would be like them discovering some kind of particle that means that like all we've got to start physics over because it doesn't work with every anything else and you will we'll just destroy all of this particle back to regular physics. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to change the rules now cuz we we, figured we, it out. we destroyed the thing that didn't make sense to us. Um I don't know exactly how it went down, but the chimera was destroyed by uh Bellerophon with the help of Pegasus. I don't know how that fight actually went down, except that Pegasus could fly. Uh, Bellerophon, I think he was uh, a Lycian or Lycian prince of some sort. Yeah. Um, I should have looked this up. I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> uh, but the, the tactic was Pegasus could fly, um, and I guess this Chimera couldn't. Right, because they didn't have wings okay, so it was all just the time. S- snake goat line. Only some of them have wings. Yeah, in some of the depictions, and so just picked the chimera off with arrows. Yeah, like a video game. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a valid tactic. Yeah. Oh, with the yeah. uh, Homer adds that he finished the chim- finished her off because the chimera is often described as being a female. A lot of these like chaos beasts are female i think because uh like mythologically chaos and creation are are feminine qualities right so when you have something with like multiple things coming out of it it's usually a female for some reason yeah except for cerberus or like other two-headed things are dudes yeah (laughs) right three or more uh that's for the ladies (laughs) Um, so anyway, uh, uh, Homer says he finished her off by equipping his spear with a lump of lead at the end that melted when exposed to the chimera's fiery breath and consequently killed her. So the, the melting of the lead and then I guess the lead dripped on the molten lead came down and like became a weapon. Yeah. Uh, which like, all right, if that were an action movie, I'd, I'd buy that, but. I I don't see that being practical. That, that sounds like a, a, a pitch for like a move. That somebody would like a hero would do, like a player would do in Dungeons and Dragons. That would be like a real stretch for the DM to allow. Yeah, it. Like, like, oh, I right. want to shoot the arrow into the flame so that the flame melts the arrowhead. There's like a lump of lead at the front, so that yeah, exactly. So he gets filled with yeah. And then the 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 game master like looks at his watch and it's like they're already half hour past. Yeah, when they're supposed to be finishing. And yeah. yeah, it's like all right. Well, I'll okay. humor you and I'll roll a d twenty if it gets a nat twenty, then it happens. And sure yeah. enough. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. A lot. I like how a lot of the 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 myth, these myths actually do feel and sound like play reports. Yeah. Um. Side notes: Fire breathing lioness was one of the earliest of solar and war deities in ancient Egypt. Fire breathing lioness. Yeah. Pretty sweet. That's totally sweet. And that's probably where uh, that image kind of came from yeah coming from egypt and then disseminating into all that area around the mediterranean uh mount chimera yeah is a place in that same region of turkey where there are eternal fire vents we were talking about yeah, in the, like in an Azerbaijan. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. The, in that uh, thing, we talked about the importance of eternal flames to a lot of uh, the cultures right. in those areas. And here we have um, Mount Chimera with flame, and I think that's a little bit like I don't know what went down in Mount Chimera to explain why the Chimera comes from this region in particular, but there are fire vents there. So that is one explanation, and I don't know which came first. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are, like, I don't know what's what's good. Using the Chimera as a singular creature or Chimera 
Like so many things are are kind of chimeras in their own way. Yeah, totally. For some reason, I keep thinking of what's his. Uh, I keep thinking of the character, but I don't remember his name. Th- Silverbolt from Beast Wars, the the wolf. Hawk. Yeah, right. What's his name? Do you remember? Um, was it Silverbolt? Um, seems kind of lame, or he's like, that's like a first draft name for something, but. Uh, the idea of just like mashing two things together, yeah, is easy enough. But I don't think it is followed through in as entertaining a way as it could be. But I think human the human mind is kind of obsessed with it. Sorry, it's totally silver bolt. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's a fine name. <laughs> It describes he's kind of like a paladin, simple-minded, good guy, yeah. right? Silverbolt's yeah. a fine name, uh, and I think he's a what, like a, a wolf hawk, a wolf yeah. eagle, yeah. Which is like in the in the way that a a lizard bird is one of the worst things we can imagine. A a dog wolf is. Dog wolf, <laughs> half wolf, half dog. So I'm on uh, the uh, the uh, um, Transformers wiki, yeah, <laughs> uh, page for Silverbolt, um, and they open with a uh, pure, strong, and fast. Silverbolt's sense of right and wrong is so overdeveloped; his fellow Maximals wonder if his programming is a glitch. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, so he's he's too much justice because yeah. he's he's yeah. the the noble wolf and the noble hawk <laughs> together yeah. half bird half dog half robot yeah sorry i feel like i interrupted you in the middle of a middle of a point to i think that was my point yeah i think you you found a better point yeah oh my god oh this is i love the way that this transformers wiki wiki is written it's it's not written in like the informal like or the formal wiki voice. Yeah. It's it's um uh, uh he speaks in lofty platitudes of chivalry, nobility, and idolized heroism. His speeches make even Optimus Primal roll his optics. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is great. Definitely written by a fan. Wow. That's a fan wiki though, right? That's not like Wikipedia.org. Yeah, it's that's like, a fan wiki. That's, yeah, those are more into the flavor. Oh, they go real in depth. You know what's a good one? Uh, uh, Abra, Abra Dolph Linkler. That's his name, right? Abra Dolph Linkler from Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good chimera. A, That's a really good a one. Deliberate creation. Yeah. Not unlike yeah. the chimera described here in the game. Uh, and one that is like, I totally grasp the concepts immediately yeah and i also there's drama in that like what is it gonna decide to do at any given moment it's always conflicted yeah and it's but the thing is it's only two like does it count as a chimera if it's only two things does it have to be three to keep like a con like it's not just a dichotomy it's like the three things kind of keep any side from ever really getting the advantage yeah yeah in, in any decision yeah the um and there's a lot of there's like weird similarities between just like another monster in the book the manticore and the chimera yeah it's like the manticore it's its own thing with its own origin right the, the thing the difference the main difference is the heads right right the manticore only has one head it's got the one head it's got the weird human face so the the main difference yeah. that I think has to be is the personality and the 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 conflict of the nature of the yeah. thing yeah yeah like having having like different parts in one thing that like have different different goals so that yeah, yeah. okay well that's so like the chaos I think that in. that is the probably the most yeah. important thing the difference between a chimera and other brute monsters right. at the same level yeah um it's because the natures of the things combined together like conflict with each other yeah okay yeah 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 and then that's that's what makes it a different flavor from all the others and i think you could if you wanted to you could even go so far as to say or make it so that the chimera uh, it was created from three specific animals mm-hmm. that yeah. are known to people, and maybe your quest is to like separate them or to like maybe the goat 
comes from this culture of like goat goat worshippers who will fight to the death and (laughs) they have to go to it and like convince it to come back or something right and so you have to deal with the chimera and you have to deal with the other heads and try to get what you want from it but then in this case it's uh it's a named creature that like it's it's important how you deal with it you can't just fight it or you could but then you're you're causing you're creating consequences yeah totally and then the other animals are maybe special animals that have names and their own backgrounds as well. Maybe the people that know them have their own separate desires about what to do about the chimera. Yeah. And treat it like that. And then you have to deal with the nature of all three of them. Um, and you could do it so that they are more, you could either like randomize it or you could have it be like, there's uh, a lion and then there's like a mouse. So yeah. you have like, uh, different ways of showing courage, I guess, yeah. or something, you know, yeah. like, like, and like weird, like pick a, a theme or a motif or something and then have the three heads land at different points and then make it about that. So yeah. like create drama within the, the chimera. That's a lot of work, but it could, you could yeah. get a lot of, that, I think that could be a whole like small campaign. Yeah. And they already like, um, you were, talking earlier about like generating chimeras yeah like right do you just have like the list of all the different animals you you put it together they wizards of the coast they did that pretty much already with the uh the mongrel folk in curse of strahd oh yeah 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 so um there's this there's a there's an abbey that's full of people with animal with random animal parts like asymmetrical they might have like like a wolf hand and like a scorpion tail and like frog feet um and there was a bunch of you know, named ones in the book that, uh, in the adventure that like you specifically encounter. Um, so, sorry, you should be skipping this part if you don't want the Curse of Strahd spoilers. Um, but you can also, if you end up fighting a bunch of them, there's like a, a, a table for generating your own. It's like, you want to give it, you want to give it like wolf hands? You want to give it like bat wings? Do you want to give it suggestions? Or yeah, is it, yeah. Yeah. So they, they do, they like each, if I remember correctly, I think like each body part gives it, um, like a another thing it can do and also like slightly sort of changes its like personality a little bit Great. i could be wrong about that because i know that they they all had like weird personality quirks right the, those those mongrel folks so maybe maybe it just affects the combat gameplay stuff but i like the that that's you, you got to bring the personality of the animal parts in to the creature i think so you're doing otherwise what are right you doing that. yeah use use something else if you want to brute if you if you want to get trippy yeah. with the heads, then yeah. do that. Listen to us. Also, final note of mine, anyways. On the stat block, it says it understands draconic but can't speak it. Can't speak. Period. Oh. What are you doing? Why do you have three heads if it can't talk to you? Yeah. Come on. I mean, okay. Uh, if it's making constant noise at, it, at itself and each yeah. other... That's okay. Yeah. But still make the personalities come through. But I think it should talk. Otherwise, it's a wasted opportunity. Yeah. And like, I, I get fun. Yeah, totally. And I get like goats and lions not being able to talk. But if you're going to use a dragon, dragons can talk. That's the thing that dragons can do. They can talk. Yeah. Pretty much always. Which right? Again, which makes me think what that it's, it's just fake heads. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else dragons can do? I mean, not that chimeras have all the powers that dragons yeah. have. They can apparently just breathe fire and fly. Um, but if it had all the dragon powers, it could also turn into a human. Right. <laughs> so then the, the dragon head would turn into a human head. I think only some of the dragons can do that. Yeah, really, very powerful dragons. I, I think, think only the good ones as well, officially. Only yeah? the gold and silvers, I think. Oh, okay. I think. Hmm. It's been a long time since I yeah. read no, that, sounds that like, stuff. But that sounds like it could be true. But I like the idea yeah. of of it switching, like one of the animals in a chimera being a human. Yeah. Right? It just has one human head and two human arms coming out of its back. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve as well. Yeah. <laughs> Fire coming out of his ears. Okay, I think we've gone on. I don't have no more no more things to say. Do you have anything to yeah. say? Uh, that's it for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, email us monstermanualmash at gmail.com um, whatever you have to say to us and 
Also, if you are in Peterborough and you're into this kind of thing, we are going to host a small mini convention yeah. on November 18th. That's a Sunday at Sadler House in Uptown Peterborough. Yeah. I don't know much more details than that. We're probably going to do a live show. Yeah. And going to have one or two rounds of gaming. Yeah. And uh, if you're if you're the kind of person who is listening to this podcast but have thought to yourself, like, oh, I really always wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons or something like that, but I can never find the right people or it never works out. I can never this is your chance to do it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This is it. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh um a lot of the people that listen run games as well. Yeah. I think they're gonna be there. And should be a good time. Sather's got a, a bar full of full of good stuff and yeah. the people that work here are great. And it's going to be a good time. So we're going to be pushing that. And more details about that will come up as we develop them. But look forward to that. And a live show is going to be weird. I don't know how we're going to handle that. But Mm, yeah, we have people like raising their hands when they want to say something. I I also want to look up what we're going to talk about that day. Oh, yeah. We'll have to count ahead, I guess, right? Keep doing one to see what happens. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Uh, listen for more about that. But for now, that's it for me. And me. Bye. Uh, Bye.